being stuck, you're, you're stuck in a war. Mm -hmm. um, basically, you're just facing your, your negative thoughts, anything in your life that is causing you unhappiness or mm -hmm. causing you to not be, not sleep well at night, to not have good mental state. Guys, the prompt is the next thing. If you're not on, get on, okay? All right, let's talk about therapy. You know, like, what kind of environment uh, do you try to create, you know, when working with clients? And then, you know, some people would be, like, skeptical, like, wouldn't I hear this on the news tomorrow or something, somewhere, you know, but, you know, you read the good point. Could you elaborate on yeah. you know? Yeah. Um... I, man, with therapy, one thing everyone should know is us as mental health professionals, we have, we're, it's very strict. Mm -hmm. We have to keep everything confidential. So we cannot even risk, risk anything to release anyone's information. So I know that's something that a lot of people struggle with. That's like trust or trusting that someone will keep your information private but one thing everyone out there should know is with therapists because we're professional and this is like our career this is our training we are trained to keep everything confidential and if we do not keep it confidential we risk losing everything mm -hmm. this is like losing our title our everything so everything we went to school for our foundation is built on laws that protect people's information people's people that we work with that protect people. So we can't even risk all that, um, risking our whole career, you know, by releasing anyone's information. Everything is very confidential. The only exception with um, things that we can release, like information about a client, is if a client possess, possesses a threat to hurt themselves, like mm -hmm. suicide or just self-harm or hurting someone else. So like murder, stuff like that we do have to report, we are mandated reporters to report those because that's a risk to yourself or someone else. Mm -hmm. But everything else we keep confidential. And I think there's also exceptions when it comes to like issues of abuse and rape um, to minors. Mm -hmm. That stuff we do definitely have to say something um, because also that's, that's harm be, being done, excuse me, being done to a minor or a child. So we definitely, have strict laws to keep every information private. So people should not even worry about their information going out to anyone because it's very, very strict. We can never take out any information to anyone for about clients. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So if anyone is thinking of therapy, do not be afraid. It is super, super confidential. It's very, very safe and helpful. <laughs> so yes. You know, I, I also asked you a question, like, okay, like, let's say if one breaks their privileges here, and then they want to go into another country and work there, you know, you gave me some good pointers, you know, so I'd like for you to share. To share that? So, for example, I'm a, I'm a therapist in Zambia, yeah. and then I do something bad, I, I'm fired or disbanded, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I moved to the U.S. and I'm like, you know what? I can be a, a doctor here. Yeah. No way. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it kind of is. It, it works the same way. Because even if I come here and then I say, 
I want to be a therapist here. I still have to either go through school for some of the courses and I have to transfer my credit or transfer, give a history of what I've done. So even where I work, for example, I have to transfer that information here. So if I transfer that to them, I've already been banned. So I was fired. <laughs> There's no way, they'll know. <laughs> they'll be like, but how did you, how, how? wait, it doesn't make sense. It's, it shows that you were fired. It shows that you did something. So it's on your record. Mm. Um, and the process is not as easy as it may seem because if I am licensed in Zambia, I'm only licensed in that, in that region, in, in Zambia. Yeah. If I move to the US, let's say I move here to Kentucky, I have to be licensed in Kentucky to be a therapist. So I can't just start being a therapist. I need that license, that paper to say, okay, now I am licensed here. So that whole process, mm -hmm. they'll probably find out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's a whole process to, um, to become a therapist or just to transfer and move and become a therapist. Like I know it doesn't work like that. So yeah, I don't think I've even heard of that situation. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. How creative, you know? <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. people are. Yeah. But yeah, there's, if there's, even if they move here, the laws even here are super strict, you know, because if you did that on purpose there, it means you may do it again. So mm -hmm. <laughs> they'll still catch you if you're doing something illegal. But you, you really can't play with, I mean, people's information. And um, it's basically like a doctor, to be honest. So yeah the, the laws are very strict and yeah it is definitely super super confident. okay so yeah let's talk about you know relationships how does a mental health affect the relationship between other people you know because others think that oh it's just the person but also maybe your significant other and stuff like that yes another good question um it has everything to do with mental health, <laughs> everything. Think about this. If um, you're with someone that just makes you happy, let's say we're talking about like spousal or like relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. fiance, yes. Yeah. Already you're, it's doing something to you inside. If they make you happy, they make you like a better person. It, it, it helps your mental health, your mental well-being. You constantly be happy. You constantly be in good mood. So that's good for you. But when things go bad, that also affects your mental health. Yeah. You're not sleeping, yeah. you're not eating. If you break up, if the person cheats or anything negative that happens, it will definitely affect your mental health. Yeah. And if someone, let's say your spouse or something is, is, struggling with a mental illness so maybe like depression yeah. or something more serious very very serious like maybe schizophrenia it's going to also affect you because you're a caregiver and we always stress that caregivers also get therapy or mental health care because whatever the your person is dealing with be it a boyfriend girlfriend husband wife whatever they're dealing with would definitely affect you um, you also be tired, you'll be exhausted. And there's that stress that comes from being a caregiver or being a spouse of someone that's dealing with a mental health issue. So you both definitely need some help. Um, and this also goes along with families, um, friends, 
you may have a best friend or a close friend struggling and you're helping them deal with what they're struggling with, it will also affect you. Mm-hmm. You may have a, a child or a parent or a sibling going through something and mm-hmm. you're there taking care of them or you're there working through that struggle with them, mm-hmm. it will definitely affect you as well. So we also advise anyone in that relationship with that person or whoever um, to also get help because yeah. um, it's very important as well. Okay. Speaking about getting help, you know, everyone is like, now, you know, we've heard everything that you have to say, you know, and then now for who in Zambia, like, is there such a thing in Zambia or something or in Africa and then they're in the States or somewhere? How can they, you know, proceed? Yeah. Um, yes. Now we have more mental health professionals in Zambia, a lot more now. Um, and I think the best way for people to find a therapist, and I, like I said before, I don't even think I mentioned it today, but you don't have to have a mental illness to see a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you really do not have to have a mental you can actually be fine and have no issues at all yeah. and go see a therapist mm-hmm. um i have a therapist who is amazing she's african mm-hmm. I, I provide mental health help to people but i also get for myself too mm-hmm. and it just helps you just take care of yourself it's it's basically like getting a medical checkup mm-hmm. you know with with therapy so if you're in Zambia and you're thinking, you know what, this is the time that I can actually talk to someone professional, maybe dealing with friendship issues, relationship issues, or, or maybe dealing with nothing. Maybe you just need to talk to someone, mm-hmm. just help you think through maybe life decisions. Maybe you have to make career-wise. Mm-hmm. A therapist is super, super awesome in helping you plan out your life as well, like maybe what you want to do. Um, so you can always Google, mm-hmm. search, on Google, therapists near me in Lusaka or therapists in Kitwe, in Dola, or wherever people are, therapists in South Africa, Joburg. <laughs> and they pop up. I actually tried it once, even here, and they pop up. Zambia, I, I typed in one time, like therapists in Lusaka. Mm-hmm. There's different um, practices or agencies. People have opened different um, agencies. So you can always Google who's near you, or mm-hmm. you can, you can actually go to hospitals or clinics as well. They have, they tend to have information as well on therapists that they know, because we work in conjunction or in collaboration with doctors, mm-hmm. medical professionals. Um, yeah, so they d- definitely have therapists, a lot of therapists and Elevate just started, actually had her on my show last week. So we lost, she just opened her new practice. That's another great, 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 great agency if you're in Lusaka, Elevate Wellness. And there's Renaissance, there's so many right now, actually. So you can actually just Google, you can Facebook. Um, you, I mean, we always talk against Googling, Googling yeah. <laughs> your symptoms. Imagine you're going through something and then you Google, what is the medicine for not sleeping well or something? And Google give you something that's broad for everybody, not something specific for you. So with therapy, they're giving you help specifically for you. So that way you don't get the wrong medication or the wrong information that is maybe not even for you. So 
yes, there's so many ways and asking questions, um, Google, ask questions, write it on Facebook, anyone know a therapist or ask someone that you can trust that you know maybe may have that information. Mm -hmm. um, there's definitely ways to get help, mm -hmm. yes. You know, I asked you an interesting question. This is just a fun question, you know? Okay. Like, why does America have a name for everything? Like, the, you know, <laughs> back home, we're like, okay, you have a headache. But then they're like, oh, you know, you have migraine, you have, up to today, you don't know what a migraine is. Like, for example, uh, <sighs> That's a good question. You know, I used to think about that before I moved here. <laughs> I used to think like, man, there's so many diseases, there's all these mental health issues, like so many names. But to be honest, after now, like being here and even just being now in this field, I understand why they have so many names. I think they take time to actually research on situations or sicknesses, illnesses, symptoms. They do some, they've done so much research on these cases that they've kind of separated things on basically on their own sim their own symptoms so someone having a headache and someone maybe going through stress from school and then having a headache or someone having migraines they're totally different things so they kind of want to help people specifically on what they're dealing with because symptoms can look the same but they're different mm -hmm. so same thing when it comes to like for example with mental health someone with a symptom of depression can look similar to someone with a symptom of anxiety, which they're totally different. And the, the help you can get can be similar, but different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if it's extreme and you're put on medication, you have the medication are also different for anxiety, for bipolar, depression, they're very, very different. So I think they actually stress to make sure that people are getting the right help that they need by figuring out what exactly is going on with them. So they have to have different names. They should be in different categories. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, and then for somebody who's you know, trying to warm up to the idea, in the meantime, what are coping skills? How do you define that and how important are they in their everyday life? Their life. Um, like we, you know, with, with, for example, with, with therapy, it's not free. <laughs> it's not always that it's free. So that's a good point that you raised, um, especially if you're like back home and maybe you don't have enough money and you need help or you just need something to help you cope everyday life. You can now practice those coping skills. Mm -hmm. And basically, coping skills are what we, we all do these things every day. These are things that we do or we learn to do to help us cope with whatever stresses we are going through, cope with breakups, cope with anything yeah. negative happening in your life. So mm -hmm. you can think of, for me, I always use myself as an example. My favorite or some of my favorite coping skills are listening to music. Um, if I'm maybe I'm having a stressful day, I'm just down that day, I'll put on some music and within minutes, I'll, my mood will be elevated. I'll feel so much better. So these are things that you just do to just help you cope, to help you feel better, to help your mental health or your mental states just 
go from negative to positive. Mm -hmm. So I can think, maybe I can ask you, what is something that you like to do that maybe on a day that you're down kind of helps you feel better? You put me on spot. <laughs> um, I'm putting you on spot. <laughs> for me, ever since I was young, I've always been a fan of movies, you know? Because it's, it's like you're seeing a perspective of somebody else's life, and then you're like, okay, maybe my life is not as messed up as I think it is. So, you know, I, I better do something about how I'm feeling. And, yeah. and of course, I have trusted people that I talk to. Yeah. You know. Yes, those are really, really good. Actually, I love that example of the movies or shows because that helps you appreciate what you have that's a good coping skill that's a good coping strategy i love that and talking to friends yes yeah. talking to family or people that you really do trust that's those are really really good so yeah basically those are your coping strategies those are your coping skills and we actually try to encourage people to practice those things every day to watch a movie if that's what makes you happy I mean, you don't have to watch, sit and watch movies the whole day, but to I, watch a movie, maybe one movie. <laughs> you know, everything has limits, you know, and yeah. watching movies the whole day, I feel like I'm going dumb or something. And exactly. Or something, you know. Yes. So there's, a, there's definitely a balance, yes. Yeah. But practicing, even if it's one a day or two, something that just can make you, help you just stay afloat and stay happy and positive. So yeah, it's, it's encouraged. And those are your coping skills. Um, if you can't afford a therapist, that's something, even with or without a therapist, therapists will definitely encourage you to practice your coping skills anyways. So yeah. So any last words, you know, like dun, 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 this is the end. <laughs> any last words and where can people reach you? Uh, last words. I always, always try to remind people to take care of themselves and their story, your story is important. Your, your life is important and you are not alone. Most of the times we go by thinking we're alone, especially in our community where we really don't share about our feelings or how we're feeling or how we're thinking. Um, it's important that we start voicing those out. Um, talking to someone you trust, like you said, um, talking to a therapist. Maybe this is your time to be like, you know what? I'm going to see a therapist. And you don't have to tell anyone about that. Yeah. Maybe this is your time. But just remember that you're important. Your story is important. And keep telling your stories. Start writing letters to yourself. You could be sitting down and writing a letter to your young self yeah. or your older self, you know? Um, so yeah. And to reach me, I can definitely... I have Facebook. Um, I reopened my Facebook. <laughs> and yeah, you can reach me on Instagram or Facebook at Malaika's Corner uh, or Malaika's Corner Podcast. Or I can also send my email to you. So if anyone wants to reach me by email, that's okay as well. Thank you, everybody, for watching. If you need any advice from any of us, you can reach me on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook. And thank you so much for coming here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I don't want it.